Hello, everybody, and welcome to a uh, special episode of the uh, Intellectual Saviors. Uh, I don't know if it's actually going to be an episode per se. It's going to kind of be a uh, ramrod, fuck bogs, he's an asshole, douchebag, just pretty much any bad name you can think of under the sun. Cunt. Um, he uh, subsequently decided that this week he was just going to out himself because he has to potty train his kid. Yeah, that's how much of a pussy he is. Um, he decided <laughs> to back out because he has to wake up early to make sure that she uses the restroom whenever she wakes up. Because there's no way in hell that whenever he wakes up to make sure that she uses the restroom that he can go back to bed and enjoy the rest of his day off and sleep in. No. Instead, he's being a bitch, playing games, probably touching himself inappropriately, getting hairy palms, making God cry, killing <laughs> kittens, all that shit. No shit. Him and um, him and Andrew are hanging out at the house playing League of Legends right now while we're fucking doing this. It's fantastic. Yeah, so while they're being bitches, we decided to go ahead and have a, a show where we just ramrod the fuck out of them the entire time. Although I'm not going to put this on Andrew because we still need him for at least our suicide show. But uh, Well, he did kind of bitch us out last week. And then he did... Of course, he hasn't let me come on the Neon Glow Boys yet. That too. So, I'm, but I've got his phone number now. Boggs gave it to me, so I can start sending. Oh, him, big mistake! Sending him some dirty texts in the middle of the night, waking him up. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Like he's worried about um, doing potty training with his daughter. Like I've got more. Like with my kid, I'm trying to train him up right in other ways. Like this is kind of funny to me, at least. My um, I'm off taking off like the week after next and stuff. It's the spring break time for the kids and they're out of school. And I was talking to my mom about taking him and doing some stuff with him. And she was like, yeah, I was talking the other day and you know, he said something about you guys going to movies and he said something to me about wanting to see that son of God movie. Oh no. Okay. So I'm like, okay, this I'm like, well, hold on a second. I go, don't, don't say anything else. And I just started yelling for my kid. I'm like, Brendan, come here, you know, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he comes running back in the room. I'm like, hey, dude, I go, uh, what movies are out that you want to go see while we're off next week? And he's thinking, he goes, I can't really think of any. I go, there's none that you said that you wanted to see. He's like, no. And my mom asked him, she was like, she goes, well, I thought you said you wanted to see Son of God. And he just looked at her all crazy. And he's like, um, I was being sarcastic, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> my Grandma ten- was so happy. She's like, oh, he's finally becoming a good Christian boy. This is my 10-year-old. It's so funny. <laughs> I've corrupted that poor kid so bad. Corrupted. No, you have uh, you saved him many, many years well, of torture and torment. Like always, by keeping him away from that bullshit. It's like I always say, I want him to be open-minded about things, even though I know it's complete bullshit, you know? I'm like, yeah. Well, there's a difference between being open-minded and being fucking ignorant. I know, but you know how it is. Like, because in the society we're in and everything, and all his little friends, of course, are they're going to be little oh, yeah. church kids and stuff. I hate Every girl that he fucking tries to stick yeah. his wiener in. Oh, yeah. I've already told him. I was like, get ready. Get prepared to at least fake going to church a few times. Otherwise, you're never going to get laid. Oh, it, it definitely is a struggle, you know. Well, I mean, it's definitely hindered relationships of mine. Although, I'll say this. It doesn't stop me from getting laid. It's just when it actually develops into something more yeah. is when it becomes a problem because then all of a sudden it's like, oh, I want you to go to church. I want you to be my boyfriend. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. Come, like, whoa, come, whoa, come whoa, meet my parents. Whoa. 
you knew from the get-go that I'm not a man of God at all. Although I'll say this, I think every girlfriend I've ever had has been a Christian, and I've at least forced my, been forced to go to do the church thing with them at least a couple of times, except for the one that I married, and that was like the worst relationship I had. Fuck no. I'll never do that. So I don't know about that. Maybe I do need a good Christian girl. I won't. I will not force myself to go to a, a church. I oh, dude, I'm it. not talking about like every care. Sunday, but you know, like they the only get, time I've ever done it was for uh, a friend's wedding. And that was it. Nah, it's always like that family thing. Like, oh, we're going to go for special event for whatever. Some kind of family events. Like, okay, I'll, I'll fucking go in there and just, you know, eyes gloss over and roll back in your head. And you just start daydreaming about all the other places you could be and what you could be doing. Nah, but fuck all that. <laughs> sometimes you got to give a little to get a little. <laughs> just the way it is. No, I, I can get some elsewhere. I don't need to go to church to do it. I don't know. Since we're talking about church, which makes me think of shit, and since we were talk, <laughs> talking about Boggs potty training his uh, daughter, I saw this crazy fucking thing the other day. Um, I don't know if you ever look at it. There's a site called Live Science. It's it's pretty interesting. Sounds inter- familiar. It's a pretty interesting site. I wonder site. if I can reach the fridge with this. Yeah, no shit. So we make... Beer runs, you can continue to talk. Yeah, I'm going to try and make it. Yeah, yeah, I think I can do it. Yep. This is the greatest setup This is setup the best setup ever. With our handheld mics. So, on Live Science, they had a thing on there that they were talking about in, um, like, baby shit. Like, actual shit that comes from a baby. Um, there's some kind of bacteria in it. It's like a probiotic. And I don't have this in information in front of me, so I'm totally going off of what I read, like, a week ago. Um I think it's some scientists in Spain have been taking cultures from baby shit and putting it in like sausage and they're making what sausage, dude. (laughs) What the fuck? Well, sausage is like the worst fucking thing you can eat, right? So they're using this bacteria from baby shit and putting it into the sausage and it's doing something. Like I said, there's a whole process and I... I'm not very Does smart. Does it like make it more flavorful? Is it seasoning or is it a preservative? It's, see, this is where I'm, I don't want to fucking lie. This is where I wish I had the article in front of me to go over it. Uh, just go to livescience.com and type in like baby shit in their search and you'll <laughs> find it. Actually, I think baby yeah, poop. Type in baby shit. Baby, <laughs> you'll find it. Put in baby poop, not baby <laughs> shit. I think that's how they referenced it, but... It's but like I said, it's got some kind of a probiotic. You know, like you see that all the time now at these fucking yogurts and stuff. Oh, yeah, say, yeah. oh it's got probiotics. It helps your digestion and yeah. all that. But it, who knows what the fuck they're doing in Spain? But they've de- who decided like, hey, let's get, try some baby shit out and try and stick it in sausage and see if it works. But they've actually been making sausage with this, and it's funny. Like one of the guys is like, yeah, it tastes really good. Actually, it's like, oh, I mean, it's not like they're putting <laughs> shit in it. They're like taking cultures of bacteria yeah, yeah. from it, but. I just saw Even that. And so like, that's a little awkward. So I'm going to, that's what we need to do. We need to get a whole box and tell them to save some of that. It's fucking an awkward conversation. Yeah. Tell them it's a gold mine. <laughs> Dude, it's a fucking gold mine. We're going to start some sausage factory up with his daughter's fucking <laughs> potty training exploits. God damn him. Yikes. So I don't even know where to start with him. I want to just, I want to fucking slap him in his head so hard. We're me and Eric are talking about maybe doing like a fucking the countdown of all the things that make Boggs a fucking douchebag, but it's like I just get rage just thinking about. It. We've already been sitting here bitching about it for so long. Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure that they're kind of used to it. They've kind of heard it before, over and over and over. Boggs like just 
backing out of a show, doing last minute antics of getting sick or whatever. Um, we've been able to curve that a lot lately just simply because uh, we do the show mainly at his house. So it's kind of like, hey, we're coming over. Fuck you. And he's just kind of forced to deal with it. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's uh, managed to weasel his way out of this one for sure. Yeah, we should have just showed up over there. Fuck yeah, it. we probably should have. Kick just like fucking door down. Not even said a damn word. Just showed up and just called them and been like, hey, man, open up the fucking garage. Be like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a seedy setup we have. So like. Eric gets off work. He calls me. I meet him up, and then we drive over to Bog's house, and then, like, we get there, and we, like, pull up. It's so fucking... It is seedy, dude. Then we'll, like, send the text, we're here, and then the fucking, like, a minute later, the garage door slowly starts open. <laughs> 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 we get our shit and a haul ass in there, and so it's, it is fucking weird. It's, like, almost like we're doing a drug deal every goddamn time well, we go over there. In his area, his neck of the woods... It, it is meth city. Yeah, it, it's probably looking bad, like... His neighbors are probably, like, concerned and calling the FBI and shit. You know, no shit, fucking strange guy showing up at midnight on Saturday, every fucking Saturday night. I, I don't, I've got to ask him about this, but the town Boggs lives in, a girl I work with lives in that city, too. And she told me that they have, like, a sex club in the downtown. And this is very Hickville. I mean, I won't give out the city, few people out there listening, but I know you guys are all like, oh, sex club. But she was telling me it's, like... It's one of those places, like, you know, couples will go and stuff, and they yeah. have, like, a room that's just, like, fucking beds and stuff, and huh. I don't know anything about it. I She told me the name of it. It's, like, fucking, I mean, it's, like, some name, like, you would think, like, Pinks or fucking Luckies <laughs> or something, you know? I mean, it's something like, okay, that makes sense. I've never heard of that. I know. I got to ask. I, I'll get the information from her again. I got to ask Boggs if he's ever been there. I, you know, he, that's what we need to do. We got to get him laid. He's very uptight. Very course i do too hey hey ladies what's up since this isn't a real episode yeah if you're expecting anything you, you might as well just stop it right now this is as good, <laughs> good, good as it's gonna get you're not getting any signature episode moments or anything out of this shit i, I don't really have much but i do have a, a little bit of a uh a beef that i want to get out there and i'm pretty sure we might bring it up on uh future episodes and really dive into it but this past week, uh, the CEO at Verizon, his name is uh, Loyal, or Lowell, God damn it, Lowell McAdam. Um, he came out and pretty much said that he thinks that as far as a broadband provider, it is a natural evolution of the system that heavy users will contribute to the investment to keep the web healthy. Essentially, what he's trying to say is that if you uh, eat up a lot of bandwidth, that eventually they're going to charge you more for the bandwidth that you use. So, it's absolutely asinine to think of that. You pay for a service. Mm -hmm. You should be able to use that service. Effectively, what they're saying is that they don't want you to pay to use the service. They're saying, okay, pay for our service, but don't fucking use it. Because we'll charge you extra once you get past a certain bandwidth. And not only that, but he 
he picked the wrong crowd to fuck with because he specifically pointed out gamers mm-hmm. and said that they would be charged the most, but which is completely illogical because if you look at the statistics, it is streaming video that is the number one culprit of bandwidth. So it's the Netflix users, which I'm one of them, obviously, yep. Me too. and people watching YouTube. Those are the top two fucking bandwidth hogs of the world, Netflix and YouTube. And this fuckstick is coming out and saying that, well, if you're going to suck up bandwidth, you're going to have to pay more money. That's complete bullshit. It doesn't cost them more to to fucking do that. Not at all. Isn't that that's a big fight Netflix is having right now, isn't it, with a couple of these providers and yes. stuff? They're wanting Netflix to pay them yeah. because of how much their users eat up bandwidth. So effectively, it would still affect the public because Netflix would have to raise their rates and say, well, if you're going to do your streaming only service instead of seven ninety nine, it's now going to be fourteen ninety nine or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it's absolutely asinine and ridiculous, especially when you have companies out there like Google who are uh, expanding their Google Fiber service. I don't know if you know much about that. Not so much. So Google Fiber, it's in very, very select cities. Um, nothing too major. They haven't gone into any major metropolitan areas because obviously it'd be harder to, for them, the infrastructure to handle it. And they're just kind of, it's almost like a test. They're in the beta zone of it all. But in the areas where you can get it, like Austin's one of them. Uh, you can get five meg internet service for free. Oh wow, that's nice. All you have to pay is a I think it's two hundred ninety eight dollar installation fee. Hmm. That's it. Once you pay that, you have five meg internet service for free. Not a lot, but still nice though. That's pretty fucking awesome. Most most places like. If you're doing five megs, we'll probably charge you like 20 bucks a month. Yeah. That's pretty fucking awesome. Um, and then you can get gigabit internet service for $70 a month. That's awesome. I mean, you're talking like yeah, you're downloading porn, like a whole movie in like, you know, instead of oh my God, that'd be great. 15 minutes, you're talking like five minutes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the way it should be. Um, so I'm hoping... I'm really, really hoping that Google pushes the envelope, goes into bigger markets, and really tries to up the competition. And that's essentially what they're doing because Google can see that they they see what lies in the future, and they see that these money grubbing assholes are only wanting to charge the shit out of people that use the service that they already fucking pay for. Yep. And Google's like. Uh, actually, we need to make it more competitive. It doesn't need to be a monopoly of three different providers that just get to say, hey, fuck you. You're going to get 15 megs and you're going to pay us $90 a month. Google's like, ah, no, fuck you. We're going to give them this. That's America, though. I, I can't remember. I saw something. I mean, it's been quite a while back. Maybe I'll actually look this up so I have a legitimate info on the next show. But um, I know that they're giving it. I saw a chart one time about like inter internet speed, cost and everything like worldwide. And, you know, like 
we have slower speed than like South Korea or oh, Vietnam yeah. or yeah. you know like these Our countries speeds are, are like fucking what the tortugas. Fuck? Yeah, and it's like the cost over here is just you know, astronomical compared to like what they pay for, and their speed's so much better, their service is so much better. Yep. It's amazing, you know. But like you said, it's because you got just a, a few conglomerates that run everything. Oh yeah, and like it, it pisses me off when people are just like, "Oh, America's number one, our innovation, blah 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 blah." And it's like, no, actually, you're wrong. We're way fucking behind, and the reason we're behind is because we let these big ass motherfucking corporations rate the shit out of us. And do whatever the fuck they want. What? And that happens on all levels. You look at energy companies. What do they do? In America, they pollute the shit out of everything around us. No, they don't. They get past no, you're EPA, that Clean Water Acts, all kinds of shit. No, that's not true. <laughs> you look at the food industry. GMOs everywhere. Not even really looking into the long-term effects of what it can do. You know, it's funny you bring that up because we've talked about the growth hormone they put in cows, and it's been banned in Europe, banned in Canada. Yeah. We're the only country that does it. And then also, did you see that thing this week where Subway? Um, this is another one of your methyl fucking amines or whatever. But Come on, dude. Four methyl cyclohexamethanol get it right there's another one of those it's another one of those 50 it's like 50 letter wards or something it's some ingredient they they put in the uh bread at subway they said they're going to start taking it out it just makes the bread like more fluffy looking or something they keep it fresh and it's like it's banned in like all of the european union and they're saying they're going to take it out but it's in like you know just dozens and dozens of foods over here and it's like an ingredient that you can find in um like the soles of your shoes whatever they do to make that or yoga mats or something yeah and it's like i said it's banned and in they the put European it in bread Union. and we consume it but yeah but it's in like all kinds of food products over here and it's just to make the product look better is all it really comes down to it's like oh yeah food porn food porn is a big fucking industry it's it's amazing, you know, the shit that we they do over here that, you know, the other countries are smart enough. Like I said, the growth hormone thing was a big one. So like Canada tested and like, yeah, this fucking is giving these cows all this, you know, cancer and stuff. And it's probably not good for people to drink. Well, so we're not going to have it. here. It's pretty easy to get away with that stuff when you have people fighting over gay marriage. When you have people fighting over birth rights, when you have people fighting over just ridiculous dumb shit that does the government shouldn't have any fucking business being in in the first place it should just be a, a right of being a fucking human being but instead we're pitted against each other over these natural fucking things yep. and meanwhile they're able to run the gambit on all the other shit behind our backs that really affect us in the long run and really hurt us and, you know, they don't give a shit. It's lining their pockets. They don't care. Politicians, they get paid all the time. Um, I saw some report that said the lobbyists were uh, on the decline. Um, that is a clear indicator to me, not that it's getting better, that it's worse. It is easier now to pay off a politician. So you don't need all the lobbyists out there to do it. Because the, yep. uh, the average American is so fucking uninformed and stupid and doesn't realize exactly what's going on and they don't ha they're like oh well we don't have to worry about that it's only this small little rogue segment 
that we can call fucking conspiracy theorists and loons. Yeah. And we can completely dismiss them and then everybody else ignores them. I think the reason for that is the whole Citizens United thing again, where now you can have these billionaires and they can pump hundreds of millions of dollars in a oh, campaign. Yeah, super so packs you don't need, like shit. you said, you don't need lobbyists because you only need one lobbyist and that's the billionaire who's yep. funding all these, you know, super PACs that, I mean, it's just like, you know, how many, what they spend on the last presidential election, like a billion oh dollars God, each. so fucking And you ridiculous. had guys like uh, the Koch brothers and Sheldon Nelson, some of these guys on the conservative side who pumped in $100 million a piece, you know, alone. I mean, one human pumped in $100 million into a campaign. It's like, God damn it. You can't compete with that. Yeah, it, it's so utterly ridiculous. And I know it seems kind of out of left field. But if anybody out there does have Netflix, I highly recommend watching Game of Thrones or Game. Pff, sorry, holy <laughs> shit, House of Cards, <laughs> House of fucking Cards, with Kevin Spacey. Game of Thrones too, I guess. I mean, Game of Thrones is great, <laughs> but it has nothing to do with that. House of Cards, fucking awesome show. Hey, we're drinking. So damn good. Have you seen it? Hell yeah, dude! I've already finished the second oh, season. Oh god, I just finished the second season. So damn good. I love that fucking show. I don't know where they're going to go from here. They're supposed to have Dude, a third season. That's there. what I'm saying. Like, he's... Okay, I don't want to give away spoilers. Yeah, don't spoil but it. Don't ruin it for the listener. I don't see how they can go any further because it's, you know, yeah, it I'm, seems like the end. It, well, I think originally the intent was just for two seasons, so I'm not... I'm, oh, really? I, yeah, so I'm really I shocked to see. Well, no, they said they signed on for a third. So. Awesome. But yeah, definitely... Awesome. if. If you got Netflix, definitely check it yeah. out. It's really good. And everybody keeps telling me, and this is completely, uh, you want to take it out left field, uh, that Orange is the New Black's real good. I watched like one episode of it. It was okay. Dude, I, I've got watch to watch that show. It's I've not got too to get back bad. on it. That's going to be a spring vac- vacation. I'm watch actually, for me, I'm, I think. I'm pleasantly surprised at how well Netflix has pulled together original series. Because, I mean, they kept on recommending Orange is the New Black to me. And I was like, of course, oh, of course they're going to do it. They're yeah. fucking Netflix and they want me to watch it. And then I got so fucking bored one day. I was like, ah, I'll just watch it. <laughs> and, dude, I actually really like that show. It's not too bad. Um, and I'm somebody who hates TV. Fucking hate that shit. Um, but House of Cards, I cannot say enough about it. It's such a good show. Yeah. And there was somebody that I work with that I recommended it. And then they came back to me and they said, I tried watching 20 minutes of it and I had to turn it off. And I was like... You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> get the fuck back on your fucking couch. Watch that fucking show. Get into it. Trust I, me. Watch at least three episodes. No shit. You will no. be hooked. I hate hooked that. Hooked without a doubt. I hate that when you tell people something. They're like, oh, yeah, I watched a few minutes of it. It's not for me. It's like, like no, dude, fuck are you. you serious? You have no fucking idea. You didn't even give it a shot. Yeah, no doubt. Kevin I, Spacey's the fucking man. Dude, he's great, man. Dude, that, that the whole cast is so damn good. I have to say, though, from watching it, like um, Robin Wright Penn or Robin Wright, I guess now, she um, oh, yeah. plays she's his wife. Awesome. I, she's great, but I fucking hate her so Dude, much. Dude, she's <laughs> so... She, she's, I mean, he's awful, too. But Dude, she's the per- perfect fucking wife. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's perfect they're fucking great, wife. They're great, but it's like her character, it's like I fucking hate her. Like She's just like, she'll do what ever for him and they're both just so in sync with each other i know it's amazing and just like you think that yeah and just the way she comes off is like she's this perfect little innocent thing so that's our (laughs) our pick to click this week go watch fucking house of cards on that's our neon blow boys review (laughs) of (laughs) yeah take that andrew bitch (laughs) fuck 
Fuck you. House of Cards. Get you some. He's probably tugging off bogs right now as we speak. Yeah. Fucking dicks. God damn it. Playing with each other. God damn them. Oh, since we're on this, because we, me and Eric talked about this a little before we started, I wanted to, uh, this is just still a little blow boys thunder too, but, um, you know, Harold Ramis died this week and like, I, I, I threw that out there and Eric's like, who's that? And then of course you say one thing and he's like, everything comes to you. It's amazing. That guy, like I was telling Eric, it's funny, you know, like, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman got so much press because, it's just like anybody else. It's like Kurt Cobain or anybody else. You die a tragic death at a young age. You know, you get a lot of press. I mean, he was only Ramus is only sixty nine. I mean, yeah, I he know was, he's he's he going to kind of young. He got talked up a little bit this week, but not near as much like Seymour Hoffman. And you're not going to see him on fucking Time Magazine or whatever. Well, what was his cause of death? He just. I think he. Um, I think he had been fighting. I don't know if it was a specific kind of cancer or something, but I mean, he had like a lingering issue. Yeah. And I think it finally caught up to him. See, that's that that's the thing right there. It's like Philip Seymour Hoffman. It's yeah, like all of a sudden Heroin, out of the blue, coke, fucking needle in his arm, but, stiff as a board. And they're like, oh, shit, and going crazy. But I mean, if it's something that everybody knew about and it was going on for a long time, it's just like, oh, well, you know, everybody was expecting it. Yeah, I mean, he got all the press. And I know Not only that, but like. Like I was telling you earlier, uh, you know, growing up watching Ghostbusters, I loved it. Yeah. But I gave Bill Murray, you know, and yeah. and, and the other guys so much more credit than I gave him. Yeah. I mean, and him and Dan Aykroyd were the names. Yeah. The movie, Dan Aykroyd, yeah. for sure. And then once I got older and I started, like, you know, understanding, you know, that it wasn't necessarily the character. It was who wrote it and directed it. Um, who motivated those people to get to that point. And then I started seeing fucking his name everywhere. And I was like, holy shit, this guy has done everything. Like all the greatest fucking comedies I can think of. I know. I was, I, I was trying to he's, rank him. He's a part of it somewhere. I, I was going to say, if you start going down like what people consider the best comedies of all time, I mean, the, like I said, the very first movie he ever wrote Animal House. Yeah, that's ridiculous. To me, that's that's his first. That movie might to be write. The, that might be the the best comedy of all time. I mean, I know it's a little dated for some people, but Dude, there's, there's so many so many homages and it's so that genius. Movie. So many people that love that. I mean, and then there's scenes in that movie that are recreated over and over and over in all kinds of different movies, shows, and everything else. And people don't even know that sometimes that the shows or whatever are it's representing. So great. It, I think my favorite part of that movie and maybe one of my favorite movie moments of all time is the when they're all fucking down when they just got expelled from school and John Belushi's doing the fucking speech about the Germans bomb at Pearl Harbor. <laughs> <laughs> to me that is still like one of the best fucking moments of movie history. But I mean he did that. He went on, he directed um Caddyshack, Vacation with Chevy Chase, I mean yep. that—that's a fucking classic, you know. He did, um, of course, Ghostbusters, which, I mean, I remember I was like ten years old when that came out. I remember going and seeing that in a theater and everything. I mean, that was like the funniest fucking movie of all time. I, I love that. I mean, my kid, when he was like five, I showed it to him first time. He loved it. He sat there and he probably watched it like ten times in a row. I mean, that's a fucking classic in itself. And then he did, um, and you know, more modern ones. I mean, I know it's kind of a cult classic, but like Groundhog's Day, he did that. And then there's, I mean, there's just tons. You can just go on and on. It's like, he was, I mean, he was a genius. I mean, he directed, wrote, produced, acted. I mean, he did everything. I mean, that's a true loss, you know. Like I said, Philip Seymour Hoffman, great actor, but I think Harold Ramis, much bigger loss. 
to the industry, but personal opinion. I go watch House of Cards. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Now. Oh, wait. No. Listen to the rest of this. Do you have anything? I had one thing, and I was going to, like I said, no signature segments tonight for you fuckers out there. You just have to deal with this. If you have a complaint about it, fuck you. Or you can send it to me on Twitter, which I do want to say this. I told Eric this before we started. Uh, we had a tweet this week where someone listened to the show for the first time. And, of course, they loved it because it's awesome. And then they said that uh, they thought the guitar guy was hilarious. And, uh, of course, us knowing Boggs the way we do, we know that's not the truth. But <laughs> I told him. <laughs> I told you, I sent the guy a tweet back and stuff, so I hope you're listening again this week. Um, but uh, I, I was almost, after we had this incident with Boggs tonight, because I was so fucking furious with him, because, and look, granted, I understand kids are important, and, uh, you know, teaching them how to shit in a toilet is a really important thing. Uh, the advice that I gave to him was to just teach her to go in the corner, like yeah. animals do. Yeah, put some newspaper down. So... I mean, even when she's like 16, you know, she just gets up from the couch and goes in the corner. <laughs> I mean, her friends might think it's weird, but, you know, you know, the great thing about that is with the daughter as well. Is like, Guess what? You got to sleep in and you didn't have to potty train her. If she's shitting in a corner at 16, it's probably going to keep her from having guys want to fucking enter. That so is true. So that as is, a father, damn, I should have used that angle against him. I didn't think of that. As a, and like I said, then we still have the excrement so we can make some sausages after the thing. <laughs> I got that going for us. <laughs> God damn it, dude. I was going somewhere, and I am totally <laughs> forgot where I was going now. Sorry, I fucking threw you off there. Damn it. Anyway, Boggs <laughs> is the fucking worst. Fuck him. And uh, please continue to listen to the show. Follow us on Twitter at the Intel Saviors. Now, um, the Olympics just got over, and I know I keep fucking saying how much I hate it, and then I keep bringing it up. But it's like there's, like I said, we had to rip on Soshi, of course, and everything. But this, I don't know if you saw this. Eric. I think you're going to love this. This is... Okay, like, you think, like, these athletes, you know, they train year-round. They go through all these competitions within their country to qualify. Like, you know, we have our U.S. Nationals here in the States and everything. Yeah. And, you know, whoever fucking top finishers are the ones that get to go on and represent us. There's a couple uh, that lives in Montana. One of them's born in New York. Um, his wife was born in Italy. And... um they represented the country of Dominica in the Olympics. And this is the craziest fucking story. Um, I heard about this the other day, and I did some looking up on it. So, first of all, Dominica, like I've heard of the Dominican Republic. Yeah. I've never heard of Dominica. It's a tropical island in the uh, Lesser Antilles. So, for instance, like in the wintertime, their average temperature is 77 degrees, and they never have seen snow, like, ever. Okay. <laughs> so... These two people, they are got in cahoots with the government in Dominica, and they basically paid them to become citizens of the country. So then what they did is they turned around and used their citizenship, and because, like, I guess the way the Olympic Committee does is every country does their, like I said, they're like nationals or whatever to get their people in. Yeah. So they have, like, a standard of whatever the times are, whatever they have to get you know, to make the team. Well, Dominica, of course, has never had a winter Olympic team, so they have yeah. no back standards to go by. So these, this couple, they're both in their 40s, late 40s. Um, they decided they want to do cross-country skiing. So they paid the uh, Dominica to become citizens. 
and then they represented them in the Olympics as cross country skiers. So like Dominica only had two people <laughs> in and their little them. partition, and so they came out during the ceremonies carrying the little Dominica flag, <laughs> and uh, this is so great. Um, it says like the um, the guy's name is Gary De Silvestri, and his wife is Angela. Uh, Jesus Christ, I can't talk. Angelica Marone. Um, so Gary actually did show up for his race, but unfortunately they said he didn't even make it to the first checkpoint in his, um, cross country event. His wife, however, um, called in sick that day. <laughs> she didn't even show up to compete for it. And now, I mean, it's kind of funny. It's like, you know, you have these stories, like, like I said, like there's no qualification measures you know like we have the jamaican bobsled team it's like a fun story you know they show up every year and they're the worst they always fucking come in last but but at least they train and they do things you know like it's they're legitimate like these people didn't do shit how much money did they get paid they paid it said about two hundred thousand dollars what to become citizens that's what they had to pay the government and oh wait, uh, they paid the government. Yeah, to get citizenship of this little tropical island so uh, they could represent them. Oh, okay. Because they had to get like status of that country so they could gotcha. represent them. Okay. I I I I thought that you said that the government like they talked to the government and somehow got the government to I'd pay be, them. That would be a terrible deal to, on the government. That's what part. I'm saying. <laughs> like I was like, what the fuck? Are you shitting me? Like, I'm gonna do this next year. But this guy <laughs> So this still three years from now, Gary guy, he's done this shit in the past where he's um, he put out all these things like these accomplishments he had. Like, for instance, he said that he was a two time state wrestling champion in New York and that he won a national championship in rowing at Georgetown. So this guy started doing some background checking on him. He's like um, his name's Steve Maheen. He's a big like wrestling guy in New York out of Long Island, and he went back through the history of New York championships and stuff for wrestling since 1962 and said that he never found his name once. In fact, he even pulled up a database that showed, like, the top six finishers every year, and he never showed up in that. And then so he took his investigation to the next level and looked into the whole Georgetown rowing thing, and they said that um, as far as his national championship went, that uh, no boat from Georgetown ever won an um, IRA championship during his time there, mostly because of the fact that they didn't even have a rowing team at that point. <laughs> it's so it's kind of tough to win when you don't even have a team. And then uh, his wife, uh, that Angelica, she actually, uh, this is like a decade or so back, she used to work for Fiat. Like I said, she's originally an Italian citizen, and they're trying to pull the Olympics in Italy. And so she was like on the committee to do it, and she was, um, she got fired from her job and let go from their committee because she was trying to bribe the IOC to bring the Olympics there. So you have, I mean, they're complete scam artists and yet they're still able to get into the Olympics and pull this feed off. Yeah, but they spent a shitload of money to do it. Ah, they're rich. I mean, I mean, they're both What's the point? very wealthy. I, it's just the fact that, I don't know, to me it's just what the fact I that they I don't did understand this, what they the pulled the scam. They just want to be a part of the Olympics, man. I don't know. That's stupid. I just thought that was the craziest fucking thing that you had these two con artists that able to basically be the only representatives for a fucking country. It's a tropical country that doesn't even have fucking snowfall, that their temperatures don't even get into like, you know, the 50s. Like, I can see how people could be upset because they're not, obviously, they're not Olympians. Um, no, not really. And that they're completely disrespecting all the people that are there that worked so hard to get there. And there's that point. Um, but I, I'm I'm not even really upset at that. I'm just like, 
absolutely confused as to why you would spend your money that way in such a bullshit fucking th- I, I just don't get it that that's such a waste that was upset by it. i just thought it was like just it's just a crazy spend your story, money on something you know I mean? else spend your money on something that's beneficial to to society or to somebody who's suffering nah instead you're going to spend 200 grand to con your way into the olympics that you hardly participated in that's genius if i win the fucking what are they lottery, gaining out of that. it they're gaining nothing i don't there's know there's no notoriety in that uh well i don't know i mean no they're not going to be on a fucking wheaties box i can guarantee you that <laughs> you don't think so they're not going to get any <laughs> sponsorships out of it you don't think he's going to get on the wheaties box for finishing at least the first checkpoint in it's, it's going to be like a wheaties <laughs> box and he's going to be like hunched over wheezing like not even being able to finish his like fucking thing, just like no, he's eat gr- Wheaties and you won't look like this asshole. No, he's in great shape, dude. He's two time wrestling champion. Yeah, but not even getting <laughs> to the first fucking checkpoint. And his wife's in even better shape by calling him sick. Uh, th- that was the funny part. It's like they lived, but the thing is, it's like they go over there, they represent this country. Like I said, they get to be a part of the ceremonies. They get to live in the Olympic Village with the rest of the athletes and all that. I mean, it's like. I'm the same as you. I'm like, why the fuck would they do this? It's just like, but you can see just from this guy's past. I mean, he's always lied about all these, like, you know, sport, these athletic, yeah, just, you know, accomplishments know, and stuff. And he's stupid. lied about all. It's like fucking people, dude. I just don't understand why people do what they do. I just thought it was such a crazy fucking story. And I, I heard it on something. So I did a little, like, I actually had the only article, like I found this information was in a UK paper. I couldn't really find anything over here. So um, it's, I did hear kind of another fun story out of Sochi. Okay. Um, I love Sochi stories. I I don't know what her name was, but she was an American. I believe she was a skier. And uh, uh, have you heard of the uh, app that you can get on uh, Apple or iPhone that's called uh, Tinder? You ever heard of that? Uh, sounds familiar. It's essentially like a... Um, an app to hook up. Okay. I think it, it's pretty I much th- like a slut app. Okay. I think that's I've what it should this. be called. The slut app. So what it is, is it pulls up your, uh, selected Facebook pictures that you put on there. Okay. And it puts people into your Tinder account based on your location. And you can set it to like whatever mileage around you. Oh yeah. So, so it's like pretty much only people in your area that oh, are on this. Damn it! I wish I. Had and it iPhone. shows their picture, and that's it. And you either like, I can't remember which direction it is, but you like slide to the left to deny them, or you slide to the right to say like, yeah, I want to fuck them. Okay. And then it will like send them a little message or whatever. And then show your picture or whatever. And that's then, a gr- that's the way all these dating sites should be. This should be that simple. But this one Olympian Wanna that went you? over there nope. had yes. this fucking Tinder app. She said she had to turn it off because it was fucking crazy over there. She's like, okay. She's like, yeah. Back in the states, <laughs> you like you know, you you find like a decent amount of people. Yeah. She's like, over there, I was getting so many fucking messages. And it was so ridiculous, like, every single minute. She's like, I had to delete it off of my fucking phone. That it fucking was too G- much. German bobsled team trying She's to like, get her. It was fucking, like, Tinder crazy over there. <laughs> Which, I mean, 
obviously every Olympics, it's a giant fucking orgy. Yeah, you hear the same stories yeah. every time. They hand out condoms. Like that. That's what the the Olympic committee. We went through two hundred thousand condoms. The Olympic committee Whoa. hands out condoms because these people are in shape. Yeah. Most of them are good looking, and eh, at the exception of some. Eh, uh, yeah. And they have a lot of energy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, they're over there for two weeks. They and then only for that, like two days. but you have to imagine that they have spent a lot of their life, uh, depending on what sport they are, in almost exile because it's a very solitude kind of thing to get into the Olympics because you have to train so fucking hard. Yep. So once they get in there, I they're just like ready to cut loose. You know what I mean? Hey, man. They get there and they're like, Fuck it, let's go buck wild. You know, and the best thing is, too, it's like, well, it's you and it's a thousand foreigners that you'll never fucking see again. Well, oh, yeah. You're, I get, well, I don't know. I guess it they depends. Compete it in, depends. If, they if they're in the same sport, yeah. you might see them again. That's true. <laughs> so, yeah, if you're a bobsledder, you go find the fucking skiers and you yeah. nail them. And you're then a speed skater. Peace you, out. <laughs> Maybe I'll see you in four years. <laughs> so if great. you're a speed skater, you go for the curler. <laughs> no shit. Dude, by the way, there were some Canadian chicks on the curler team. Yeah. I hate to say it, but dude, I watched way too much of the fucking Olympics and See, I think I, I saw the same I just ones saw it. <laughs> I just saw it at work and I remember looking up and going, "Damn, she's fucking hot." Well, I've told you this before. I've got like mild insomnia, so I'm up till like fucking 1 or 2 in the morning every night. And uh so like during the Olympics, I mean, there's nothing on fucking TV but oh, the yeah. Olympics. Yeah, so like I'm literally sure of that. it's one in the morning. I'm fucking watching curling like why why is my life like this? What what did I do wrong? But uh yeah, the I think I saw the Canadian curlers. They're all right. Yeah, if you ever want to go into a pit of an orgy, um <laughs> go to the Olympics. Oh, I was going to say, what? join a curling team. And make sure you have a, a Tinder account. <laughs> uh, see, I don't have an iPhone, so I can't get that. Yeah, me neither. What a bitch. Do you have anything else? <laughs> Not really. <coughs> I'm, right. done, I'm so, done with this shit. Fuck Boggs. Fuck him. Maybe uh, we'll actually do a real episode this week. He's a piece of shit. Maybe. Um, Let's see. Uh, and really, I mean, honestly, you guys should be sending the hate his way, too. Yeah, no doubt. Like, post stuff on our Facebook page. Post stuff on Twitter. Uh, at Bogsy Baby. Oh, yeah. At Bogsy Baby. Um, send us emails. Talk about how much of a dick he is. Uh, we got that fucking voicemail thing. What is it? Yeah, the speak pipe. It's on our Facebook. God damn it. Just yeah. click on it. Go Go to that. Put in some fucking stupid shit where you're Very talking crap about Boggs, um, just so we can show him. Like, dude, you're you're seriously affecting, you know, our people. You're affecting our listeners. Don't ever fucking send me a tweet saying he's hilarious again. I swear to Christ, <laughs> I almost lost my shit when I saw that. <laughs> All the gold fucking me and Eric put out, and that son of a bitch <laughs> fucking talking about he's hilarious. He's talking about wet wood for Christ's sakes. Uh, all right, folks. God damn it. Uh, hopefully, like, maybe in the next couple of days, we'll have a legit fucking show. Fuck but it. I doubt it. Probably not. All right. Peace out. I love your mother.